The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Uh, g'day, Warwick. How are you, mate? Yeah, mate. How's it been? How's the week been? It's been fucking fantastic. How uh, you been? Good. Yeah, got the new, got the new temps in. So feeling good. You got the new temps in. They got, were pretty noisy last week. Got the new choppers coming on our Monday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's gonna got, be great. We're gonna talk about that, Thanks aren't we? To big Doctor D, best in Australia. <laughs> His motto is the best or nothing. He pinched it off me and Mercedes. Fucking very like, good. It was like about thirty seconds ago. It was like, don't mention Doctor D. <laughs> it's great. It's great. It's great. Been eating for a fucking straw. Been fantastic for a week. Uh, welcome to the T Wiz <laughs> podcast. My name is Tony Marks, and at my side, as always, is the man who has had so many upgrades that if you average out the age of his body, he's just. I'm old enough to be his father. It's uh, the fucking great Warren Kappa. How are you, mate? Good, mate. How are you going? Yeah, pretty good. There's like the three AW Jake this week. Yeah, maybe you should refresh our memory. Hold on, let me just test my weapons. Drum fill works. No worries. Go for it. Okay, what's the difference between Flinders <laughs> Street Station and Warwick Kappa Shorts? <laughs> I have no Flinders idea. Flinders Street Station's got a ballroom in there. <laughs> Wizard had none. I didn't think it was that funny, but it was okay. It was on three. No, it's meant to be that Warwick Kappa Shorts doesn't have any ballroom. ballroom yeah, same thing, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Great delivery. Caps goes boom. Caps goes boom. We got the drum roll in nice and early. Wes, we have got a fucking great show tonight. We have got the Grammy-nominated mastering engineer, Joseph Cara, in today. Great uh, cheers for Joseph. Big round of applause from the uh, studio audience. We have got Jimmy Couples and James Ryan from the killer band, King Canyon. Shit hot, shit hot. I watched them a year ago, my cousin's uh, friend's party. Fantastic. Yeah. want to go home. Shit hot. Where was that, mate? Um, I think Preston. It's near there. <laughs> you know, Preston, it's not the outside in the world, but you can see it from there. Anyway, uh, it was a good good afternoon. I think they call it depressed and you killed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was, yeah, yeah. It was one of the one of the bad day. Good party. <laughs> Very good, mate. With the keyboards. All right, let, let's 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 keep it here for a minute, mate. Fucking last week. Shut up, Tony. Fucking Rusty Brown. How yeah. good was Rusty? I couldn't get a word in. The greatest rock and roll storyteller there is. Electric Mary is fantastic. He is fucking great. And Carly Jewell. Very she nice. was phenomenal. So hopefully all our listeners have got on and downloaded. Carly's played in America. She's the Viper Room and whatever. She's done. Yeah, yeah Whiskey Go-Go. And her uncle is. It's Tony. Give me Jewel. a hint. It was a grandfather. Grandfather. Give me a hint. I think it was. Tony. No. Yeah, it is. What's, what was the grandfather's name? Tony Jewell. Was it? <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. you got a good memory, Tony. Yeah, I know. Lucky um, he's doing my PA. <laughs> fuck off. I get the big names in and I just, then I destroy them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Nicky D uh, hasn't taken the hint. He turned up again. He's come back. He's had five weeks off. He's been a bit crook. He has. He it's going to be an excellent night tonight because I've got COVID. him on the payroll tonight. They finally isolated COVID. It was he, in him. Yep. Simon's <laughs> got the arse and, and he's back where he belongs. He was. Nicholas. Has he, um, has he been cleaning up under the stairs where his bedroom is? Yes. He has. Couple of the cobwebs. Had a leopard's kid, Matt, pinched it off Lisa. <laughs> and he's back in town, so it's going to be fantastic. Hey, I had a phone call then. Oh, okay. Well, we don't want that. In the week that Wiz, mate, what's been going on with you? Oh, just getting my teeth fixed up and done a few appearances. Went to the show today. That was good with uh, Ricky Nixon and um, Swanee. What was, in- what was that about? Interesting. Oh, a bit of a fundraiser, so I went down and put my head in. Brian Maddox was there. They called Brian Mini Me. He's five foot two. He looks like he's wearing a Warwick Kappa face mask. I got him. I got him a facelift like Daniel Lanza, so that was great on current affair. <laughs> Three cheers for Daniel. Three cheers for Daniel. <laughs> yeah, he looks right. Looks ten years younger, so it's good. Mate, any new recipes in the kitchen this week? Yes. Yeah. What's I been? got a Warwick Kappa Cosa pizza. Really? <laughs> I had one piece and threw it in the fucking bin. It was nice. <laughs> How about the one you brought round before? I had potato on it. I know. Fucking hell. I know. That was different. And salami. No, it's been good. Yeah. That was a. Uh, I got that up the road at the uh, local. Yeah, that was, that was different. Yeah, it was. Pretty good. Very good. So we had, how about your week? Everything good? My week's fantastic. 
Fucking had a kid with a runny nose. All of a sudden, they can't go to st- school, and you got to get a COVID test before they can go back. Yeah, I know. That's fucking great. How about your kidney stone, mate? It's coming good, mate. Yeah, eighty-five percent now. How many inches is it now? Uh, three inches from the ground. <laughs> but, but that was like my oh. penis on Big Brother when I was evicted for nudity. Remember? Yeah, I remember. Let's remember that doctor? They said, "How big is it?" I said, three from the ground." I can't do another. Get to the diary room where it gets inappropriate. I said, "Well, I made you fucking pick six point five million dollars." Robert, on house, give me a break. Well, Warwick, as our listeners know, mate, you're in the process of upgrading the teeth, and because last week you broke the temps on a muesli bar. I know. I should have listened to me, to me old mate. I couldn't. I got excited. I thought muesli bar would be okay. Yeah. Unfortunately, it wasn't. Wasn't. So, yeah, as, a, <laughs> as a precaution this week... So I've, been we, breaking, I've been breaking my old mate's balls. Yeah. Lucky it's only five minutes away. As a precaution <laughs> this week, we've decided to get an emergency uh, person into the studio. We've got uh, Dr. D, your dentist, on, just, on standby. He's uh, He's in the studio today just to make sure that we don't have any further teeth I incidents. Know, so I know, going to have a good way again. It's going to Do- be great. Dr. D, I'll set up your microphone here, mate. We've got the big mastery himself. One of the biggest in Australia and worldwide. Let's give me, let's give me old mate a clap. How you going, Dr. D? There you go. Good, thank you. Lovely being here. Uh, it's good to have you, mate. Good, good to see you, mate. Look, you know that Warwick's had most of his body parts replaced at this point. How does it feel to be almost at the top? You're Part right. of the, yeah. Oh, top of the world. <laughs> he started at the toes. <laughs> Don't try and be funny, Tony. I'm not like Sam Newman. You know Sam Newman, D? Yeah. Sam's had that much plastic surgery. When he cries, the tears run down his back. Boom. So Another one for the collection. I'm not quite so bad as that, mate. <laughs> no, it shouldn't be that bad. Mate. But uh, the, uh, the temps, mate, they've, uh, they've been... They've been causing some problems. He, he was like, he's click- been he's been giving some hard work to them and yeah, testing them fault. often. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't blame him. So I had to come and rescue him with a standby being here over yeah. the weekend as no well. Fix me up, fix <laughs> up in five minutes. Fantastic, great service here. You get ni- you got nice, <laughs> nice uh, girls to, to, to greet you. you. Get a cup of tea. You do massage. You feel right at home. Whereabouts is that? Whereabouts is it? That's in Blackburn. It's in Blackburn. That's in Melbourne. What's your address, D? Uh, it's one forty two Surrey Road. Yeah. 142. 142, Surrey Road, Blackburn, Surrey Road. Melbourne. Get down there. <laughs> For all of our listeners in, Best in Australia, tell them where other parts of the world. <laughs> yeah. He's done all the um, Married at First Sight bunnies and Have some you really? guys. Yeah, he's done, he's, ah. done, he's done all the B graders. Now he's doing the A grade. And now he's going to go. Now I'm, ta- I'm taking him worldwide now. So he Dr. is ready D, to go. You've, you've moved up to the top of the food, food absolutely, chain here. Absolutely. Yeah. He's yeah. going to be in Woman's <laughs> Day in a couple of weeks, me and him. going to be fantastic. <laughs> I've the, the wife through in three months. He won't, he won't better get rid of her either. So it's going to be yeah, it's going to be good. Yeah, looking for yeah, great quality, there, great teeth, and um, very good service. <laughs> it's fucking great. You know, Nikki D is trying to basically bid for Warwick's old teeth on eBay. When are they going to be? When are <laughs> yeah. they going to be up? Is it? Might no, get a bit. That's my new I've stint. got the whole that's set. How about that? a new stint. The whiz. <laughs> you probably can't push that in too far oh, at no, the moment. No, I've got to be very careful. <laughs> but only a couple of days ago. So, we'll Doctor D, what, what are you what are you actually doing to this person? So, uh, as you rightfully put it. Uh, we're upgrading his teeth. Um, yeah. So he's had a set of uh, teeth work done a few years ago. He's and, had deep um, work done, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I think we're doing some revision work to make them a little more permanent. And um, he wants them pearly whites, the whitest ever anyone's seen. So <laughs> don't blame me for that. That, okay. you know, that's, that was his That's like Shane Warren, the poor man's wearer camera. <laughs> he's a pretty white too. No, they're, very, they're very good. They're very strong. Yep. But very close to... We will tell you that, mate. Porcelain. No, yeah, more stronger than... Uh, a lot better. More, yeah. Protectors, hey, look look good and they'll be like old perfect, so... And that'll be Warwick style. <laughs> Anyone wants to tell me? That'll be Warwick style. So <laughs> have you, you've basically, in terms of the colour grading, that's all Warwick's that's, decision. That's exactly right. So uh, he <laughs> said there's no, no negotiating point. Uh, it must make an impact. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. So, uh, you know, how far beyond the, uh, the the realm of human sight is the white? There is none. There's none that I have seen. <laughs> nah, <it'd be> so, <laughs> and they don't fade or crack. So it's very good. <laughs> I like the last ones did. <laughs> so, what are they made of? Porcelain. porcelain. Mate. They're porcelain. So they're going to be porcelain and um, upgrade from his resin that he's had for a few years yeah. and. Uh, just like his temporaries, which were made of resins, and now it's going to have some porcelain teeth. You should get some too, mate. Capped up. <laughs> I'll do my look after you, if not, if nice to him tonight, mate. Yeah, well, I guess when I kick 103 goals in a season, I might get looked after too. <laughs> you got a point, mate. I am uh, Croydon North Under 10's Lightning Premiership player, just for the record. We got there, mate. <laughs> I've got the little fucking burgundy flag at home somewhere. In the toy box. That'll make it. How's your week been, D? Pretty busy the last three weeks after yeah, COVID, I'll say, last two months because yeah. you're catching up. Yep. We're catching up from COVID. Yeah. Yep. So it's been pretty busy. 
Dr. D, you've got a foundation that you're a part of, Bring the Smile Back. That's right. Yeah, bring Back the, a Smile Foundation. Share yeah, that with us, yeah. mate. Bring Back the Smile. Smile Foundation, yep. yeah. Can yeah. you How's tell us work? about that? How's that work? Yeah, yeah it's, more, uh, it's more about giving time rather than money to yep. someone who deserves. Uh, so it started up like about eight or nine years ago. I should say back, started as an idea since 11 years ago. Yep. Uh, it's more uh, where people who were born with uh, deformities, teeth deformities, which was not their own doing, where they were not fortunate to have nice teeth. Yep. Uh, so my time to them would so be uh, yeah. would be pro bono. Uh, but uh, all these years I was able to do it just by myself, so yep. I'm not able to reach as many people as I would love to. Uh, but then we decided to start it as a platform where uh, it could be from any profession where they could decide to give their time rather than money That's good, uh, right? in terms of skills. Uh, someone uh, who hasn't been fortunate to have either good teeth or... What a great effort. Not. How good's that done? So, um, yeah, we've had a few people idea. walk in through. Uh, last year we had about seven or eight people who yep. um, were born with missing teeth or were born with rare conditions and uh, whatnot. Yep, you, fix um, them. You, help, you help them out. Very good, mate. So how, how many other people have got on board with you with this? Uh, so now we have about five clinicians all up together. Yeah. Are so, they um, spread out around the country? No, it's all in our practice at the moment. Okay, and we would yep. love other people to be... Um, yeah, taking an inspiration from yeah, that and build give that backs. Network. Yeah, it could be from any profession. Anyone can take up the same idea and um, give back in their own way. Uh, yep. As time and skills That's rather than caring, money. Isn't it? Yeah. Where can people find that foundation online? Uh, yes, they uh, at the moment they uh, it's linked to our website uh, and our social media. What's your uh, website? Uh, website will be www.vergdentalstudios.com.au uh-huh. forward slash foundation should take you through. We yep. will leave a link below if you like. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, put, uh, we'll put links to it all yep. on our social pages as well just to help people That's find right. their way find there. It, yep. That's right. So we're, we're broadening up that now. Uh, we started up with more of people who were born with deformities. Now we're going around with people who have been unfortunate and uh, not able to fix or yep. uh, fix the damage due to financial reasons or due to other reasons beyond their control. Oh, very good. What's your biggest thing there, like fillings and porcelains or what's your big market there? No, uh, it's uh, it's more of, uh, though we call it cosmetic dentistry, more often, like you know, yours is more reconstructive yep. of uh, what's uh, wear and tear that we go through yep. due to various aggressive forces or sports or whatever yep. it could be. Um, yeah, and then we do get the benefit of having a new cosmetic outcome. Yep. But it's more of reconstruction, putting function back in place. Yeah. So are these new teeth going to be okay when you, you know, you're saying that you need to wear a mouth guard to bed? <laughs> yeah, that, nah. Still got to wear a mouth guard. <laughs> yeah, now nah, they're right. Uh, well, they're very, very fuck, strong. That's fucking fantastic. 25 year guarantee. Don't worry. Doctor D, it's uh, it's been fantastic having you on. We're going to basically keep you here for the remainder of the show and just make sure that Warwick's teeth stay in his mouth. I'm just, just case, making mate. sure. Yeah, absolutely. I've got my gl- uh, glue and stuff, everything ready. Here to go. So, oh, I can't wait to have some sort of incident. This will be fucking phenomenal to watch. You better give a cheer out to the staff, eh? That's right. (laughs) Thanks to the staff. They've been great there. Very caring, yeah? Yeah, good good bunch down there. Um, Warwick, we've got uh, some incredible guests coming up in the show. Right. The next person we've got coming up today is the wonderful Mr. Joseph Cara. We'll be right back. Fantastic. Hey, Dr. D, how good was that? Very good. That was great he turned up. Hey, he, uh, he's, he's a real specialist, isn't he? Yes, he's, yeah. he's very busy. So he's, given, he's given us eight minutes. Fantastic. <laughs> I'm looking forward to next Monday. It's going to be good. Yeah. His charity does a great job. He gives, gives back to the people who can't afford it. Don't his time. Great effort. That's fantastic. Hey, Warwick, uh, you know what segment it is now? No, can you surprise me? It's your favourite segment. What's to start with? Huh? See? <laughs> <laughs> it's Happy Birthday, Cunty. Yes. All right. Happy Birthday, Cunt. Oh, beauty. All right. There's no, there's no, there's no uh, so, holding back on this segment, is there? All right. Let's, uh, let's have a look. Well, who have we got first, Okay. Warwick? The first person is possibly drunk right now hmm? as she celebrates getting paid at her arsehole. X. <laughs> she celebrates getting paid out by her arsehole X. X. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. She celebrates getting paid out of her arsehole X. Okay. <laughs> she plans to spend her retirement breeding and eating, what's that word say? Alpacas. Alpacas. <laughs> fucking hell, this fucking girl seems unreal. 
She's requested everyone she knows to give her $100 for her birthday. She does. She Sounds like the ex-missus. <laughs> she used to request vibrators. It's Kim, Kim Leanne or Field, depending on her mood. Kim so, Leanne or Field, depending on her mood. So it's Kim Leanne. Everybody, Kim Leanne or all together. Kim, depending on her mood. Oh, on her mood, sorry. <laughs> I'm going, what was it, right? Depending on her mood. So everyone so, together. Happy birthday, Gandhi! And didn't I just Kim Field? And didn't I destroy the English language then? Three cheers for Warwick. <laughs> I went to go. school once when I came back. It was a hospital. Abadi, abadi. That's all, folks. Okay. What about the punctuation? I didn't I fucking destroy that too? That's all right, mate. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's 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 move on to the next one. We've only got two tonight, Warwick. So let's let's yeah. watch, watch how smooth this is, guys. This will be fucking smooth. Ready? Yep. Take me time here. Okay, the next one is two guys who have been on our show. Ah. They both love the Caps, they're only human, and support great Australian artists like King Canyon and Tony Marks. That's right, yeah. baby. <laughs> one of them does a better lady's voice than Jason Verheer. Verheer. Same thing. Jason Verheer. <laughs> and the other gives us short answers in the interviews, which I don't. I get paid by the minute, unlike the point I get paid by the inch. <laughs> Triple X Kappa did sell very well. You know the show. Oh, fuck. It's on 88.3 Southern FM. The show turned number one yesterday. Turned one yesterday. Turned one? Or, oh, turned one. They're one year old. They're one. Okay. I should, yeah. The show turned one yesterday. It's Lovable Rats and Annie from Rock Up. So, ready, guys? Happy birthday, Kunti! Ratsanani, happy birthday! Happy birthday! I destroyed two messages, but that's all right. It's all fun. That was uh, that was that was red. That was well read. That was good. That, that was, was red. That was terribly red. It was. She's hot down in the Kappa Cave today, Tony. It certainly is. All that pre-work. I'm sweating like a pedophile Wiggles concert. <laughs> Fuck Jesus! And you, you know, shut the door, you freak. You know they pay extra for tickets. You know that, okay. right? Okay. Mm, I'm sweating more than the gypsy or the mortgage. So, um, again. <laughs> so where's our next guest is Grammy-nominated mastering engineer that's been involved in some incredible albums over the years. He's in the Kappa Cave right now. I've waited two weeks for this guy. Let's give a big T-Wiz podcast welcome <laughs> to Joseph Cara from Crystal Mastering. Great up, Joseph. Thank you, thank you. Joseph is the master. He's the master. How are you going, buddy? I'm good, pal. How are you? Good, thank you. Thanks for coming on the show. No, pleasure, pleasure. Mate, uh, I'm hoping that uh, our... Massive chat on the phone yesterday didn't exhaust Al. No, <laughs> no, no. I, I can always talk about mastering. It's one of those things I can chat about. So yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'm sure you can. So you, uh, you crystal mastering. Mm-hmm. Yep. So tell us, tell how, us a little bit about how, that. How did that start? Oh, so I started cassette mastering at another company about oh, 30, 29 years ago, something yeah. like that. Um, and then I decided to go on my own and started crystal mastering in about '96. And, um. Yeah, yeah, just been doing it ever since, really. Yeah, right. So, uh, one thing that's uh, a fairly huge thing on your resume is the Grammy nomination. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, that was with the um, the test. That? that was for the Teskey Brothers' um, last album, "Run Home Slow." Yep. Um, so that caught attention over in the states, and a lot of people just love the sound of it. Um, so it actually got nominated for Best Engineered Album. So th- there were three people on the ticket. There was uh, Paul Butler, who was the uh, mixing engineer, and Sam Teske, who recorded and tracked a lot of it. Yep. Um, and then I did the mastering. So we all got um, nominated at the Grammys, and, you know, they call your name out, and then they said, the Grammy goes to. That's huge for your resume, though, and, it? Yeah. Even nominated, fantastic. Unfortunately, they said Billy Eilish after that, but, <laughs> uh, but it, it was great to be there. It was actually... Fantastic, just to be in the presence of all those um, artists and producers. So yeah. it was a really great, yeah, great. Who's some of the biggest bands you've done? Oh, so look, the, the Teskies are probably right up there, but, yep. you know, we've done stuff. Uh, I've done a lot of albums for King Gizzard, yep. um, even Russell Morris, um, Babe Rainbow, the Murlocs. So yep. a lot of local guys. Yep. Um, but, yeah, it's um, I love working with young bands, actually. It's fantastic, yeah. The, uh, the Teskey album was really interesting, the way it was recorded. Yep. Totally analogue, right? And that's what caught a lot of the attention from the Grammy people because a lot of the stuff that they were nominating was like all laptop done and in the bedroom and all digital. Um, and then a lot of people heard the Teskey stuff and they said, this sounds amazing, how did you do it? And then they realised that it was analog. completely analogue to tape, using a desk. They forget? Oh, yeah, because in America everything's, you know gone completely digital yep. um 
And so they were taken back by Aussies who were doing it old school, like 60s style, and, and they just freaked out at the sound and they loved it. And um, it's got a very authentic sound. It's got a, kind of an Americana sound, which it's they loved about sound, it. incredible yeah. sounding album. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, it piqued a lot of people's interest. Yeah. So one of the things that I wanted to ask you, because I, speaking to a lot of different musicians that I know, uh, I hear all sorts of things about mastering. But in your words, what is mastering? It's just about, about making the uh, the best version of of that album that someone gives you. Um, so you get ten tracks, and um, you know the label expects you to to make it the most pleasing, the best, the most engaging sound. Um, you know, it's supposed to translate on all the different formats on you know iPhone or the radio or on vinyl. Yep. So you ju- you're just making the best version of that by doing what you do. You know. Yep, that's the way to describe it. Yeah. yeah. You know, these days there's services online. You go to SoundCloud, you load up your, your yep. song, you can pay $5 and master your yep. track yep. using just AI and plugs, mm. bits and pieces. How did COVID affect you, mate, last 18 months? Was it okay? Oh, I'm I was, the, I was I, always I'll go straight busy. to the next question because Tony's a bit irrelevant. And I no, no, I'd just no, go straight no. To the oh, next look, I, actually, um, I was still work- I had to set up a studio from home. Because Tony tries to make me feel bad, so I've got a few questions <laughs> of my own. No, no, it's such a good one. Just no. jump straight in. No, no, I kept busy at home. Being, yeah, lucky, yeah. Yeah, you know, I set up a, a studio at home yep. and, and kept working and um, it was a bit of effort in doing Very that. Very lucky. It's good effort. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's affected a lot of people. It's been bad in the entertainment industry. It's been terrible. Us, um, I, I felt pretty actually lucky that I was still able to yeah. work because a lot of people weren't. But, um, uh, yeah, I, I just kept rolling with it. A lot of people still wanted stuff mastered. And a lot of people got very creative at home. So a lot of people were writing and making yeah. music. So they were calling me going, we, we want it mastered because we've been home for months and we really want to put this out now. We can't gig. Yep. We can't make money, but we can maybe do something by releasing. A few so, FaceTime gigs. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of I that stuff of happening. Too. So, it's yeah, good. a lot of people were releasing product. Yeah. Or if they weren't releasing product, they were getting it ready. So when they when Melbourne opened up, they had everything mastered, ready to go. So I was still pretty busy. That's good. That's what do you good. got for us, Tony? So you can load a song up to SoundCloud these days and basically pay to master oh, through yeah, a plug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah. I, I, I've, I even know some friends of mine, they go to all of this trouble that – you know, they spend all this money on recording and then, mm-hmm. you know, I've got a mate on the phone just going, mate, I can fucking, I can master it yeah. for 50 bucks. Now, a label or a serious artist wouldn't dream about doing that. And I can understand that people do it because yep. it's presented to them yep. and they think, oh, that that must be a valid option. But someone um, like a record label who's invested a lot of time and energy, they wouldn't think twice about not using a, an experienced guy to, to look at the album, appraise it and work every song to its fullest potential because that's yep. what mastering is too just yep. making it realise its fullest potential I mean a lot of these online automated things say we'll master your album in three minutes they actually say that like yep. I wouldn't even say that if it took three minutes like they should say look <laughs> it takes us ages to do but yeah. um, how, how much love and vision do you think they put in three minutes of mastering your song well, it only I mean, takes the length of time that the song takes to play that's right? amazing yeah. isn't it it's just like a preset that right. they really have it makes it a little bit louder and that's it but yeah. I mean I can spend you know one to two days mastering an album and really getting the absolute best out of it. So, um, you know, but... You know, Making all the instruments pop and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Making it all balanced and, you know, some stuff comes in really dull, no presence, it's really muffled. And by the time I, I'm finished with it, it's got presence and life, it sounds exciting and it's ready for radio and airplay. So, you know, you, you put a lot of love into it. Yeah, when we were talking on the phone, we are talking about the fact that a lot of mixing these days is done, these days is done in the box. Yep. So, you know, on Pro Tools, you know, there's no there there's automation in Pro Tools, mm. but people aren't using a mechanical fader system and like yep. feeling and yep. writing and yep. really working the mix as a as an extra character yeah, or an yeah, element yeah. in the song. Um, the process of mixing all the way through to mastering is it's as crucial as anything. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, and I mean, one of the good things about mastering with analog is that if if I feel that a song needs to start off a certain way but end up a different way, um, I, I can actually play with that as the song's travelling, so I can make something 
quite bright at the beginning if it needs to. But if it really builds up towards the end and a lot of brightness and symbols and crazy stuff's happening, I can actually turn it down and ride it and actually just work with the song. There's a lot of stuff in the box. Um, if you're using plugins and that or just these AI systems, they're just going to put one setting down, the whole song, and that's it. So sometimes you have to mix it up a bit and actually just play it a little bit like an it's instrument. Just, it's, just, you know? that, it's a broad stroke for the whole song. Yeah, and I mean, a lot of great mix engineers did that too. They'd lift the drums up during the choruses and then pull it back and they'd have all the... I mean, you see, even see pictures of the Beatles sitting at the desk and they're all got their hands on there, moving things and, and they're playing it like a, an instrument yeah, almost. Bringing up the know? room mics in a couple of spots. All of that yeah. stuff, you yep. know. So you, you've got to put, you know, it's attention to detail and yep. it's, it's just that vision and love that you can put into it, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, um, it's, it's such a huge part of the outcome too. Yeah, it can be. Look, some albums come in a, a super close and they sound really good and you have to learn to just step back and go, all right, I'm just going to do my 5%, 10% there. But most things that come in need a lot of attention. You know, most people are recording at home in a DIY situation. Yep. So mastering is actually more relevant than it ever was 20 or 30 years ago where people spend a million bucks on a record. The mastering engineer would get the half-inch tape and go, this sounds awesome. Yep. <laughs> but now you, you actually have to work really hard at it. And I'm not saying they didn't in the past. Yep. Obviously, they did a great job. But now there's just, I think, a lot more pressure on the mastering engineer to do more than a glorified pass or just a tape transfer. People rock up expecting this completely discrete process to happen, that you you get the absolute best out of the album. Was when, even when I started 28, 29 years ago, that expectation wasn't there. It was like, here's the tape, you know, transfer it across. If you want to do something, do it do now. Do the best you can. Yeah, now it's like, nah, man, you work your, your butt off for eight, ten hours and make sure this sounds awesome. Yeah. And the label wants it by five thirty, and it better be the best damn thing they've ever heard. So yeah. you know that's that's the pressure yeah. you're under. Yeah. How how does the process differ between a, a digital outcome mm -hmm. or vinyl? So I do two different masters. So I'll master it for digital, um, and then I put a second pass down. It's not a radical difference, but you have to make sure things like the needle doesn't pop out of the groove and stuff. So you've got to attenuate certain frequencies. There's stuff in the bass. So I probably spend five or ten minutes extra and then put down a second pass, but I certainly will always put a separate vinyl master down. Yep. I, I hate digital masters going onto vinyl. It doesn't even make sense, you know. And with digital, stuff has to be quite loud, but with vinyl, it can actually be quite dynamic, and you don't have to have that last stage of limiting and compression. You can actually have it quite open, which is probably a reason why a lot of people love vinyl, because it's more dynamic than digital which is crazy because digital has actually technically a bigger dynamic range and vinyl yeah. is analog and limited but because of that you actually have to allow a lot more safety kind of measures on vinyl so yeah you, you see a vinyl mask and you can actually see the waveforms and the the peaks and troughs but on a digital mask that looks like a little bit of a square brick sometimes yeah, you right because yeah. that's just the different styles of it so yeah they're two different things yeah yeah I a lot of people are doing vinyl releases now too. It's, it's back in vogue. The last five years, um, I probably do for every master. Oh, nine out of ten masters, I'll do a vinyl one. You got a record player, caps? There's a vinyl up there, mate. There's yeah. number one, mate. <laughs> nine hundred seventy thousand copies sold. Damn. I bought nine twenty thousand myself, but it got number one. <laughs> EMI, bang. Lovely vinyl, mate. Mate, there you uh, go. Yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's. Uh, I only take what's mine. <laughs> Keep going, mate. That's beautiful. It's got the yeah. gold record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, great. Yeah. It's, it's all about PR, isn't it? Uh, I love Helps it. Hangs out of my head every time I'm here. Yeah. yeah. You won't forget it. No, I won't forget it. <laughs> Three cheers <laughs> for the vinyls. We love it. <laughs> yeah, vinyls. You, you, got vinyls a, you got a record player? Yeah. Yeah? Um, no, I haven't. No. You haven't? My no. stepson took it to Brighton. Did he? Yeah. Yeah, right. We can easily get one. Yeah, no, it's coming back in big time. A lot of young yeah. kids are buying it now. Now yeah. JB stock at Harvey yeah, Norman stock. Yeah, there's a heap everyone. of turntables yeah, at quite JB. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got plenty huge. up there, mate. So up there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there, the are, there are a lot of albums up there. Be, yeah, the old school. Good. Yeah. yeah, well, Joe, mate, thanks so much for coming in and um, spending some time and sharing some of your knowledge with uh, our listeners. Anything else you want to plug, Joe? Yeah, I'm having to get in touch, touch with you. Is oh, it, no, no, anyone, mate. You know, it's, uh, I'm sure that? it's all going to be in your, your links and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there for you. Well, yeah, anyone that you, wants sir. to reach Joe and his team can reach him at crystalmastering.com.au. We'll post links on our socials to make sure to check him out. Thanks so much for coming on the T-Wiz podcast, Joe. Thanks, Joe, thanks for coming in, Joe. Fantastic. Coming up next is Jimmy Couples and James Ryan. Yeah, beauty, Joey. Stick around.
was how good was Joseph Cara? Unreal. Unreal, how, eh? How big is he? How big is he? He's fantastic. He's done some of the biggest bands in the world. Crystal Mastering. He's an absolute legend in the industry, that guy. Yeah, I know. I can tell he knows what he's talking about. But, Unbelievable. But I tell you, you know, this is a, a first for the T-Wiz podcast, live in the studio, no frills, completely unplugged. We've got the legendary Jimmy Couples and James Ryan from King Canyon, and they're going to start off... How good do they sound? ...with a song. He can play a bit, the boy, can't he? Fantastic. Oh my god. Big round of applause. How good was that? Are in the house. Very good. One of the best of the year. The best of, one of the best of T Wiz this year. Very happy with myself. Man. Moment. That's okay. Uh, it's not I, bad. I, it's not I bad. Followed you brilliantly. We didn't hear it, don't worry, mate. <laughs> there we go. That was absolutely very smooth, phenomenal, very smooth, gentlemen. Very smooth. How's how's the voice, Jimmy? Not bad at all. I'm, yes, although I must admit it was a little bit of a um, surprise uh, to actually do a performance a couple of weeks ago. The old three set thing. Where was that, mate? Oh, it was just at a little, little party. Uh, private party. Um, and at your I'm house, or was it no, actually? No, no, no. no. Okay. My place, no way. No, I can't uh, do that sort of thing because I, I just don't like cleaning up. Welcome <laughs> <laughs> to my world. Three sets, you know, three 45 minute sets. It's like, whoa, gee. The, the old body wasn't used to doing that, I'll tell you. Yeah. No, weren't match fit, mate. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> Terrible. Ah, very good. Uh, well, to start off, I guess I uh, just want to ask, how did King Canyon come about? And he looks over at me. Yeah. <laughs> well, like you, tell you, you know. That's a good name, too. Uh, Who came up with that? Well, that, name. well, the name came about, well, when you, you know, picking a band name is one of the hardest 
things to do yeah. because they've all now they've all been taken. Yeah. Mm. Anything you can think of, you think that'll be cool, and you look it up, it's gone. Because yep. you have to have, you've got to be able to get the website of some sort. Yep. yep. You've got to be able to get an Instagram name for it. You got to paint paint the name. So yeah, if if it's already taken, there's no yep. point going. We want that. If someone else has already got the Instagram, it's it's done. You've got to find you, you, something else. Then you get sued. Yeah. So every time we kept thinking of something. Okay, that might be cool, but it was all taken. I don't know how that we came across that. We were just throwing. What, what, two, what are some of the ones that two, maybe uh, you, you didn't quite get? Well, to? I, I suggested the um, the three skins, but he said we could never have a fourth member. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold boom, on, boom, boom. Well, there it is. There it is. You'll hear that in the mix. This is why he gets paid the big bucks, right there. <laughs> four skins always nice. Hey, that's, yeah. a tea, that's a T Wiz first. That's, yeah, mm. Jimmy Couples. He's the go. first person to get the fucking the boom tish. Yeah, puts it, puts, <laughs> other than yeah, puts it a good one liner. Wow, <laughs> there you go. more li- more lines of it in each fishing boat. You're Jimmy, oh fuck, fantastic! He's on fire. He's on fire. It's going to be a competition here. I can just see it. <laughs> no, we just we started just putting two words together because you know there's a lot of bands you think that have these names that don't mean anything. Yeah, yep. but they've just put. Two things like Matchbox Twenty. What does that mean? Yeah, like it doesn't, silver jacket. It doesn't yeah. mean anything. Mm. Nicky D. So hold on a sec, mate. Easy, easy. Fucking pull, pull the head in, mate. So we just started doing that, and then when we we came up with King Canyon and, and mm. um, a few people cool, said that's it? good because it's it's got this big, you know, King. That's big. Yeah, Canyon. It's big. It's big in it's America. It's everything on rocks. Grand Canyon. <laughs> exactly. It's like Grand Canyon. You, makes you think of. A big, big majestic thing, yeah. which obviously Jimmy isn't, but that's... <laughs> well, I've got a you know, small man's complex. That, What's that? Yeah, I flew yeah. over there. That's gross. Yeah. So, yeah, and we just kind of went, you know what? Let's... Yeah. And we looked it up. We went, it's, it hasn't been taken. That's it. You Let's like it, Tony? I like it. I fucking love it's it. It's got a bit of punch. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love these guys. They're a great sound. It's just uh, so refreshing to hear real artistry, you know, like real guitar, yeah, real vocals, but from people... That are on a fucking high level doing it. So he's got a bit thanks, of, yeah, of Rider so in him. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dale will call up any second. Yeah. <laughs> if he had the number. That's a good comparison. Good singer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Great guitar. Sound good, mate. Up there with Simon. Thank you. Actually, <laughs> I think well, there's some things there because I showed Simon a lot I think of what he, what he knows now. Yes. So yep. you probably hear a few things it, that he's done that he I've told, shown. He told us all about that. Yeah, yep. it's nice. Yeah, you taught him everything he knows and he still knows nothing. But anyway, <laughs> he's a good shredder, <laughs> isn't he? Yeah. Hey, Jimmy, yes. industry insiders had known you for many years prior, but you rose to national prominence on The Voice. Yes, you yes. did. Uh, Singing yes. woman, right? Was that singing woman? Um, like a woman. Ten, I think you're top ten, you weren't. You? <laughs> how, how did, yeah, I yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. How did and that then, experience kind of alter the course of your career? Correct. Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, I, I just wanted in the music business, everybody does the same, sort of same thing every year, and I noticed that I was just, it's like a spinning wheel going around and around. Same thing, same thing, same thing. I thought I'm just going to break break this up a little bit and go on the voice because I'd never been here. And and it was coming, and I thought, what if I was to go on the first ever voice? It's good exposure too in Australia. Yeah, and um, forty, I think they said three hundred and something million people or four hundred million people watched the first show that opened in Australia, and it was uh, how good's that? A lot of you can't can't pay for that kind of prime time television, so it was pretty good for me. That's a lot of Scottish people watching this. I've got a big family, big family, big family. Unfortunately, none of them knew how to work a phone to vote. But anyway, um, (laughs) I I was sitting in the green room and and, um, I was the first one picked. And there was a lot of people in the green room, I've got to tell you, a lot of people, uh, over 100 (laughs) in Fox Studios in Sydney. And I was the first one to have to walk on the stage. And I kept thinking, no, my luck, I'll either be the first one asked to go on the damn stage or the last one. (laughs) I know know that was filmed because I was doing Celebrity Apprentice behind it. Oh we, we, wow! We went over to live shows and watched a few shows, and that's right. Yeah, and yeah. they had, and they had um, Stevie Nicks. Wow! Yeah, wow. As, as a guest. Wow. Oh, yeah, isn't that amazing? Was yeah, fantastic, mate. Knowing you were coming on the show, I, I jumped on and watched it again the other day. Mm. It's like a wild performance. Oh, thank you. Like yeah, wild thank performance. You. Yeah, you threw the fucking kitchen sink at those guys, <laughs> and and the faces of them all. The mm. moment you opened mm. your mouth, mm-hmm. they're all just like, "What the fuck is?" I liked it, didn't they? They, oh, they loved they, it. They've been overawed. I remember the producer telling me that um, it was it because it was the first show that everyone was nervous. Yep. The coaches were nervous. Everybody was nervous. Yep. Um, because it was the very first show, and they didn't know they were doing their thing. They hadn't got their thing together. Yep. 
Yeah. You know, the whole waving across the thing and all this. They, they didn't have you that together. Yeah. Hey, Jimmy, how did you get started as a vocalist anyway? Well, what, um, year was, what year was that? My parents um, were singers. Right. So th- they yep. came out here in 1970. And um, pretty much within the first... Um, they used to play at the Cricketers Arms. Right. They used to sing down there. Oh, Are you sure, sure it was 1970? Because yeah, you would have already been, what, 40 then. <laughs> How rude of no, you. I just, uh, it was right. on a day over 39. How rude. Um, and so I just, <laughs> as a little kid, they took me to all their gigs and I just grew up listening to them sing. And yeah. I, They would get me on a chair. Because um, I was so small back then, not like back now. Then. And I would get on the chair and stand on the chair and I would sing, you know, things like, uh, you know, Lovers in the Air yeah. and Delta Dawn, young. What's That Flower You Had On and all these great old songs by oh. great Australian actor, uh, singers. And my parents sang Tom Jones songs and Shirley Bassey and he uh, there, pussy you know, Preacher Man, Son of a Preacher yeah. Man, all that. It was a great That's time. A I grew up around all the yeah. best stuff, you know. Yeah, that would have been great. Prior to King Canyon, had you had the opportunity to realise your own sound as a vocalist, do you think? Well, that, yeah, I always had my, I was, always had my own sounding voice and it kind of embarrassed me a bit because I always stood out a little too much and I tried to hide my real, my real sound a lot. So in, in just singing covers, you always, if you sang a Barnsley song or a Farnham song, you kind of coloured your own style a little bit to yep. please people, you know, because you've got a job to do singing covers and you, you always want to sound a little bit like the person. But when it comes to yeah. writing original material, um, that's when I kind of just relaxed and just, you've got to be yourself. You yeah. have to absolutely just let it go, you know. I feel like, just because you just mentioned, I feel like you should give them a little bit of your, but he's probably got... Could be the best Barnsey takeoff. On. Any, yes, just do a little uh, bit. You don't do that. Do a little. Go on, Jimmy. Looking like a quiet girl, <laughs> crying like a refugee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and don't ever do that again. Don't yeah. ever do that again. And Jimmy, who were the singers that inspired you over the journey, mate? Um, look, I loved um, people like Sam Cooke. Who's that? Incredible soul singer. Um, I, haven't heard, is he, I, yeah. I really haven't heard of him. Has he been I was born by a river. Now I know him. By a little town. Yeah. I was just Rouse. a fantastic soul singer, singer, you know. Yeah. Soul, um, soul singer. Yeah. Yep. That's the sound of the men working on the chain gang. He's just a incredible singer. Yep. Um, and Tom Jones, because my parents were always playing that kind of stuff in the background. In the 60s. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Led Zeppelin were my, one of my favourite. Uh, rock bands. Hey, um, mama yeah, said Robert Plant was just, you know, gonna make you sweat, so unique, gonna make you, know. you good. Da, 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 da. Yeah, you do a little. Oh, ready? Here we go. Just sit back a little. What's that? A bit of black dog. Here we go, Jimmy. Uh, I'll, I'll sing it with you. Hey, hey mama, mama said the way you move. move. I'm gonna make you sweat, gonna make, make you groove. Stella telling her friends you're, you're gonna, gonna be a star. star. Now it's your turn, guys. Ah ha 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 ah 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 James, you've got as good a resume as any guitarist in the country. You've Very toured, good. toured South America with Men at Work. The best. The best, and uh, performed along some of, beside some of the biggest names in the industry. Um, Certainly has. Fantastic. Yeah, you, you started playing guitar at a really young age. What first drew you to the guitar, and it was, was it your first choice of instrument? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, my, just my parents, my dad loves music. So yeah. just he doesn't play, but just the biggest music in the family, yeah. wall to wall vinyl playing all the time. So it was yeah. like it wasn't the TV that was on all day. It was like you'd come out. It's always vinyl playing. When did you get your first guitar? I was about ten, twelve. Well, I was thirteen actually. Unlike Simon Hosford, who started playing, you know the you know the cello at six or something. <laughs> but um, but that was puni- that was a punishment for him. That was a punishment <laughs> yeah. at first. You know, get to your 13, room and play yeah, your cello. 13, yeah. What was the first guitar you owned? It was just a like a nylon string. I started playing classical yep. for <clears throat> probably three or four years of just classical yep. at the start, 
and um, yeah, got my first electric round 16. What's your favourite genre? I can't say or spell that, but I'm asking the word. Yeah, that's What okay. is your favourite genre? <laughs> genre. That's genre. Yeah. That's a question. It's of a night, strange right? word, isn't well, it? Well, caps. You can say the genre. It's an unusual word, isn't it? The yeah, genre. It is. It, is. it sounds a little bit dirty. What's your favourite shit? What's the shit you like, mate? <laughs> Look, rock shit, really, to be honest, straight ahead. <laughs> For I mean, those about yeah. to rock, yeah, we I mean, salute you, Jimmy and Warwick. <laughs> blues, rock. Well, rock yep. yeah. from blues anyway, but that's, yeah. I, yeah, the stuff you were playing yeah. earlier on, like Maiden. Yeah, I mean, I was kind of came up on on yeah Aussie and Black Sabbath, Deep Purple. Yeah. There's a there's um, an element of free in the band. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of the stuff, our sound, yeah. it's definitely a seventies yep. kind of vibe. But a, when we write stuff, anyway, we just we literally just start playing whatever we feel like, whatever comes out. It's one of the things we great. talked we're about we're earlier. Looking, we're just, looking forward to coming see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah fantastic. Well, now we got gigs. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know. It's so, um, yeah. I'll, I'll bring about 10 down. We'll have a bit of fun. Excellent. We'll smash the green room. I bet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And we'll end up here, probably, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. Garage. As you probably heard from Dr. Day earlier, it's not going to be hard to spot Warwick when he gets there. We had the after parties here. Couldn't get Brian Mannix out of here fucking three days. <laughs> I thought I saw him out. That's okay, mate. You can, you can make laughing noises in the background. They're allowed. Out on you, mate. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> hey, you okay back there, mate? Yeah, yeah. he's all right. Okay, that's great. That's fantastic. Yep. <laughs> Who were the guitarists or the artists that really you were drawn to, mate? Uh, early on, like my, probably my favourite band when I was really young, Kiss. Yeah. How good yeah. were they? Amazing. What was your favourite Kiss album? Dynasty. You know what? Back since we were talking about vinyl earlier, yep. you know, it's the whole it's that experience. No, like the the live albums. Oh yeah, 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 I love them too. And um, double platinum, yeah, because it's this silver. Looks like it's made out of chrome, and you open it up, it's this double. Yeah, thing. it's like, sick. Wow, it's like yep. you don't even have to get to the vinyl almost, you know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And any of those, yeah, they had so many double albums. You don't. And they give lift out pictures. Oh uh, yeah, they have posters grass, in grass. there and stuff like you know. Yeah. But that whole experience is they're coming incredible. out now. And- Next year, do Yeah, they're doing a Again. farewell, yeah, farewell yeah. tour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and I've had tickets for... I think John Farnham's doing another yeah. farewell tour yeah. as well. Yeah. He's yeah. at 172. He's great. Yeah. Some more comebacks than Lazarus. He's great. <laughs> it, and we were saying, though, earlier, like, it's amazing that Farnham, he still... Still sings He amazing. sings... Oh, he's an incredible... Yeah. He's, a, he's yeah. a vocalist. He played at my wedding. He played at yeah, my wedding. Voice. Oh, yeah. The Sheridan, Casey paid. Yeah, he was good. Not sure if he got paid, but he said he was well, paid. Yeah, there was money there somewhere. Because <laughs> Glenn Wetley was number one ticket holder for Swans. Right, that's how I, I met him. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think oh. Wheatley got paid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think he always gets paid. Yeah, those old albums—they were just something else, weren't they? The experience of taking the plastic wrapper off the outside and oh, and gross, hey? opening them yep. up, pulling out pulling out those inserts and reading all the stories about who you it's know, like yeah. half an hour before you actually put the record on. Yeah, They're like. Okay, I've gone yeah. through at least I'll look at those pictures. And now I'll have listened to the... Yeah, so yeah. exciting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember uh would have been in the 70s at some point. My grandparents came back from America and they brought me back a an official Kiss diary oh, with wow. all Sick. photos in it. Yeah. And it had all the biographies. You know, I think from memory, you know, Peter Carr was seven foot six from toes to the tips of his wow. drumsticks. Yeah, oh, yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah, my mate of yeah. mine is, is a boss of the Swans memorabilia. Yeah. Around Australia, he also runs a Kiss memorabilia. Yeah. Oh wow! Went to his yeah. house. He's got about ten million dollars of stuff. Oh, I bet. Some real, yeah. like, like a museum boots. I mean, back boots. In when they when that was all firing, like the Kiss Army thing. I mean, the the, the cards. How's the products? Know? I think I'm more products than Wizard Capper. Look at about three thousand. Like a pinball machine. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Even take, I was getting jealous. Take a moment to look around the room before you agree. I've with got that my own wine and my own video, but <laughs> everything else. But they got everything. Yeah. Some of the stuff there was it's probably three or more. When you've got a pinball, once you, once you get <laughs> yeah. a pinball made, made that's it. it. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys have started to build a great catalogue of songs in a fairly short period of time. Is the songwriting process with you guys a collaboration or how does how does that work? We have kind of tried like this is I was gonna sound wrong. If I say this, I know you'll jump in and say an inappropriate <laughs> thing. We've tried Every which way. We've tried all sorts of ways, but I'm talking about the songwriting. <laughs> yes, of course. Right. We have, um, at mm. the start, the first thing that happened is we um, we just thought, let's try it. This was at the start of lockdown, at the start of COVID. So the 2020. Yeah. yeah. It started. And which is how this thing started. I just thought, fuck, I've, I've always wanted to do a, a kind of rocky 
band of, of you know, just yep. my own kind of ideas. Yep. And I've tried to find a singer, put the word out there and, and Jimmy's name. And I've worked with Jimmy before a little bit. Yeah. So I literally sent him, emailed or messaged him a, a, some ideas. Yep. And like the same day he sent back just him, you know, singing something in the phone. And the first thing I heard, I'm like, holy shit, this is <laughs> awesome. And yeah. uh, so we finished the first song in like a couple of days. Yep. And we went, all right. Sometimes ideas come to your head, sometimes I don't. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. listening listen to Abba, who's got 50, 50, 50 number ones, and they said, sometimes songs take a year to finish. But then That's the true. Then the chorus jumps and they go, yes. Yeah. That, that rhymes. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, we've yeah. had some songs where we've sat down and kind of just yeah. gone, oh, I've got this thing, and I just... And yeah. you start singing something and then half an hour later we've got this song finished. Yeah. And we've got others that we have bits sometimes from things, six months or a year ago. Sometimes click, sometimes some mm. things yeah. click, some don't. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Ideas. Sometimes you can have a song all completed from top to bottom but you, but you, but you end up changing the, the, the feel of it. You end up changing the beat and then it falls into a great place. It's like, wow, didn't realise this was going to you know, be reborn again. Yeah, sometimes it's it's not the melody or the or the lyric. It's mm. sometimes it's just the way it feels. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Actually, yeah. Our, our last or our, our recent single, which is um, Gravity, we mm, we wrote was, yeah. probably a year year and a half ago. <coughs> the funny thing is, we've only been doing this for less than two years, so it feels the COVID thing is so weird. It feels yeah. like <laughs> we've been doing this for so long, so but long, now like yeah. oh, we wrote this. Well, it's only been going for a year and a half or whatever. We wrote this in the early phase yeah, of the band. Yeah, this was a long time ago. Nothing was a yeah. long time ago for this. But yeah, yeah. that that song when we wrote it, we really liked certain parts of it, and we tried to record it once, and it was all right, but didn't quite feel right, and we didn't kept changing right. it, and it, it's kind of evolved quite a bit. And then last time we just got the right feel and tempo and stuff and then it became it exactly what it was meant to be. Wonderful. Sort of, yeah. yeah. Do you want to yeah. play a bit of it, maybe? Yeah. <coughs> a little bit, that'd be good, wouldn't it? That would be great, yeah. A little bit of that for listeners, they'll probably love that. Beautiful. They will love it. Gravity. Guys, very smooth. Absolutely. Let's. Uh, you, you guys might have to clap as well just to make I it sound like yeah. there's yeah. a bigger studio Woo! audience. What a fucking Great. song. Very nice. 
So what, what's the current lineup of the band outside of the two of you? I, I see when you're doing some live streams, you've got some, you got a rhythm section. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we got a, it's pretty simple actually, just bass four drums. pieces. Yeah, we just got a bass player and a drummer, but um, yeah. Hayden Meggett on drums and Kit Riley Kit on bass, Riley. which are the guys that have recorded most of the stuff. And the gig, we've actually got our, basically our first gig tomorrow. Yep. So we've done we've done sort of two or three other gigs, but with some other guys and in circumstances that weren't, you know, ideal. Yep. But this is the first time we've actually got the guys that we want to have. This is a this is a proper King Canyon show. Proper King Canyon show, yep. first one tomorrow. So yeah, Where's we're that thrilled. At? So that's at Summerfield Winery. That'd be good. Yeah, it's gonna be great. So it's yeah, four hundred and fifty sold, sold out, out thing yep. um, with Ross Wilson and the Bad Loves as well. Great. So it's great gonna be a good day. A couple of mm-hmm. uh, a couple of great artists right there. Yeah, Very yes. good. Amazing. So, you know, was there a you know, what what are the ambitions of the band in regards to album tours? What what have what have you got in mind? <laughs> see, every time I see you look over and go <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy's like It's like if it's a really simple question you're just like <laughs> How long is a piece of string? You know, what do you like to what, what did you eat for lunch today? Jimmy will be straight in there but otherwise he's like you take this one Jimmy's got the low hanging fruit <laughs> I actually only had two apples today <laughs> See? Okay, that's, that's Hold on, hold on yep. I'm fucking giving you a boom tish for that one There we go There you go That's healthy yeah, it is healthy, isn't it? Yeah. Good roughage. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, two days. You don't have to worry salmon. about a doctor. That was good. <laughs> so uh, yeah, you know what? Our main our main objective at the moment is we just want to get our music out to more people because it's one of those things we know that a lot of people would like the stuff. You want to get some airplay? But it's yeah. like, well, you got there's billions of people out there that listen to the music. Yeah, you know, we don't need that many. We'd be happy if we could find a million people. That, <laughs> but how do we go? Here's our have a listen to our stuff. Yeah. So it's just finding the, the get, ways to actually find a way, access get in those the ears people. and eyes yeah, of those people. That's yeah. what it is. And because of yeah. the way things are now, you know, Spotify, digital streaming, everything, yep. it's just such a different beast that yep. it's not simple anymore. It's not like, well, you do this, or you go yeah. down this path, or the record the record companies don't even know what to yeah. change how, how to last approach things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we've been learning over this period each time we release a new song. So I think it's our sixth. Yeah, single. So each time we try new things, and we we reach out to different people and try different companies and stuff. Different so, media platforms. Yeah. 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 So just trying to find out what works, and and you know, obviously getting the word out to to sort of industry people to, mm. you know, so they know what we're about as well. So yeah. What's the management structure of the band? <clears throat> so we have uh, a manager, Kath Hutchison, who also manages the Bad Loves, yep. and I'm sort of a business partner with her as well with with some of that stuff. So, but it's. It's not like a rigid thing where it's like, hang on, let me just call the manager. We can't, manage. you know, because <laughs> yeah. she's very much invested yeah. in a more in the personal way, like loves loves it. Because otherwise, why would you bother with anything yeah. original? Yeah. Like you're either yeah. really into it, love what it's about, oh, that's just and want to see it succeed. Yeah. You need to have somebody that's on your frequency. That's for sure. Yeah, she's just, yeah. Yeah, just beautiful. She loves They're loves like, us yeah, so yeah. much. Don't they? You got to have it because it's it's too hard. Otherwise, you know you're going to be putting in a hell of a lot of time and money and effort to yep. yeah. you know to try and get something to go somewhere with no guarantees. Mm. Yep. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, you got to be in it for the right reasons. So it's kind of like um, you know investing in a startup, isn't it? Really, you, you know, you really you just got to you find something that you've got some passion for and belief. Yep. And then you just you, you got to jump into it. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's my like field of dreams. Build it, and they will come. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Well, that's yeah. that but is you how, believe in yourself. That is how we feel yeah. about it. It's like, yeah. well, we we know we've got the right elements. We feel really good about the music and what yep. we can present. So we're just finding the ways to, yeah, yeah. So they they get, can come. get out there. Get it out yeah. there. Yeah, exactly. Get it out there. Yep. Well, guys, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. Thank we you are very um, much. Thanks are, for coming, guys. We, Fantastic. Thank we are you thrilled, very much, guys. Thank you. The um, you've 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 burst our cherry when it comes to our live performances. Very that, awesome. I mean, obviously, Hoss did do his little Van Halen solo here, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, but whatever. Yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah. I mean, I, you know. There wasn't much singing going on there, was there? It was, it was a solo thing. It's Not like, a bad lead break, don't you? Know, <laughs> this, was a, this was a unity here. Yes. Yeah. yes. Correct. Yes. This really was. Uh, Jimmy Couples, James Ryan, two of the best there has ever been in this country. You can check out all things King Canyon at kingcanyon.com.au 
and you can stay up to date with new releases, tours, and you can jump on right now and purchase some great merchandise from the guys. The latest single, Gravity, along with the entire King Kenyon catalogue, is available right now on Spotify, Apple, and iTunes. So download, purchase, subscribe, like, and follow. Get on it, fantastic. But not too closely, right, Warwick? Not Warwick? too closely. 1.5 metres, fucking yeah. stalkers. <laughs> Yep. Let's give a T-Wiz bump. We love it. And thank you to Jimmy Couples and James Ryan of King. Huge bump for the boys. One of the best of the year. We'll be uh, guys. You want to play us to the break, guys? Yeah, come uh, on. We'll be back with our outro, won't we, Roy? Yep. Yep, Playing for the break. (laughs) Lord have mercy coming down the track. We'll be back. Oh, fuck me. How good were they, mate? It was good. I was actually a pop onto the toilet after yeah. that gravity yeah. song. Yeah. Right, I, right. now. I, I actually had a fair bit of blood. You're going to fucking qualify Shit, for the Olympics I, with that I jump? I reckon I pop onto the toilet. Six foot high. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Mate, uh, so far tonight, we've had Dr. D. He's fantastic. A lot of diversity in this show, isn't there? <laughs> really is a lot of diversity. <laughs> <laughs> it's been, we've, had a de- we've had a dentist. It's good, isn't it? <laughs> a Grammy-nominated engineer. Yep. And those two lunatics from King Canyon. Yeah, yeah. that's fantastic. Fucking great. Good diversification work. You've done it again. Fucking go eat a dick, Channel it, 7 News. Yeah, so right. yeah, see yeah. you later, pricks. We're fucking beating you in the rating, motherfuckers. <laughs> he certainly are. Captain Tanny go boom once again. Oh, they certainly do. Hey, um... Hold on a sec. What was that, Nikki D? <laughs> we got a phone call coming in. You are fucking so terrible at your okay. job. Hold on a sec. We got a call coming in. Where's the mouth off, T? Is that a mouth off? Hello, T Wiz Podcast. Who is it? Yeah, good day, mate. It's uh, Brucey D here, mate. How are you, Brucey D? Brucey. Fucking good to hear from you again, son. Listen, great show. I've been listening on the podcast. Oh, bloody James Rain and Peter Couples. What a duo they are, eh? James Rain's <laughs> good, isn't he? great. Legends yeah. of the Australian. Oh, gravity. Yeah, Bloody talk about gravity. Talk oh, about getting the guitarist. That's right. That's a very listen, uh, pants, mate. listen <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a little upset. It is Black Friday after all, and I've noticed the bank account's gone down. I've checked the, checked the account, and uh, I've got a bone to pick with uh, with Nicky D in there. Oh, fuck. Yeah, what's he done? Nicky D. Well, there's been a withdrawal from the account. Uh, from eBay, uh, he's he's purchased a, a used set of Warwick Kappa dentures on eBay. Twenty two <laughs> fucking thousand dollars, if you don't mind. Doctor D, you're not cheap. That's only, for, uh, that's only and that's only for the top mol. Top, that's only for the top molars. Well, oh, look, fucking hell. Look, look, I didn't mind the uh, the Warwick Kappa size four slazengers that he purchased last week, and the lace up Sydney Swans Guernsey, but mate. This this guy's he's just obsessed that young fella and uh, he's become quite delusional as well, you know. I know. He's a poor man's uh, your son. Well, he nominated for the AFL draft this week and I said, AFL draft, more like Carlton draft, you fat bastard. <laughs> that was a good one. Looks like bloody Brennan Favola, your mate. Oh right, yeah, choked up ninety nine. Caps did not kick hundred and three. I went a little bit further. I've got the but he's, uh, Jake, a little bit. He's getting a little better. His calluses have worn off, but unfortunately now he's got a, a little bit of chafing around the ball bags. Has uh, he? Yeah, and, I had 12 years of that. I like, and I, was sponsored, uh, like I was sponsored by KY to fit in those shorts. Oh, fuck off. Well, his mother's very upset. His mother's upset. He's, she's, she's lost her KY. She doesn't know where the KY gel is. And she just wants to pass on a message. Can he pick some up from the chemist on the way home? Certainly, mate. Oh, fucking Brucey, D. You're missed, killing me. You're I killing missed, me. I missed four weeks out here, Brucey. I was in hospital having exploratory surgery on my ass to retrieve me short. So I missed four <laughs> weeks. And it really fucked me average up that year. Oh, he certainly now, did. Now, Nicky D, you know, as you know, he said that chronic masturbation problem. But, uh, Still an look, issue. Still look, an issue. He does it, he do, does it here under the stairs, Bruce. I can't, can't get any fucking sleep. It. All they hear is fucking tap, 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 tap on the wall. Had to hide the cat last night, mate. Too. <laughs> he's in, well, he's listen, in the top, not he's in the top Harry, too. 
not many people know about this, but uh, young Brucey was actually born with two penises. Young Nicky, so you can't blame yeah. young, young Nicky, sorry, yeah. you can't blame the lad. You can edit that one out later, Tony. Uh, <laughs> you can't blame the lad. Uh, he's got a pair of underpants that fit him like a glove. Beautiful. Brucey uh, goes boom. Brucey goes boom. There he goes. Brucey gets the boom, Tish. Everyone's Brucey. Oh, fucking Brucey. Thank you so much for the call, Nick, mate. Bring the KY on with you, Brucey. Thanks, Brucey. I love you like a brother, bro, from Tasmania. All right, take it easy, Nick. Bruce. See you, Brucey. All right, fucking hell. All right, see you, mate. Bye. See you, mate. Jesus, Brucey D on fire. He's got some personality. He has fucking outed you, Nikki D. Chronic masturbator. Born with two penises. That explains the penis reduction like surgery. Yep, now he's just yep, got yep. the one. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah. Okay, fucking, that's enough from you. All right. Hey, Warwick, guess what we've got coming up next week? Who we got, mate? We have got fucking legendary producer, all-round guru, Peter Reggie Bowman on the show. We have got music legends from the Billy Thorpe and the Aztecs. We've got Gil Matthews. The and we've got my, my fucking uncle Gav, Gavin Carroll from Lobby Lloyd and Hush. Fantastic. We're going to be top 10 next in Australia next week. Mate, we have got a killer show. Once again, thank you to Jimmy Couples, James Ryan from King Canyon. Thank you to Joseph Cara from Crystal How about Mastering. James Ryan? He was on the show, wasn't he? <laughs> James Ryan and Peter That's Couples. That's a bit of an insult. It took me fucking He's three better. minutes to recover from that. That was Correct. hilarious. Yeah. We've got to thank Dr. D for... Uh, Thanks for coming back, Dr. Great. For, for coming in. I'll see you Monday. Look forward to those porcelains. We uh, we want to get some video footage. This has been Tony Marks, Warwick mm. Kappa. This has been a great show. This has been one of the best. Thanks for coming, guys. Appreciate and, uh, it. And uh, the worst production assistant in all of broadcasting, Nicky D. He'll be under the stairs tonight. His old man was a good day. Yeah, His old good. man was fucking great. Yeah. I we hi- will see. i got to hide the, hide the cat. He's still here. <laughs> and the Vaseline. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, on that note, we will see, see you next, next week. week. T. Wiz, it's been a slice of heaven. Woo! What a show. I only-